Hey crew, what it do? This is Forche Studios and you tuned in to KKQ. And my, oh my, do we have a topic just for you. Just like every other show, we're gonna go ahead and get a little hello from the panel there. On mic A, we have me, that's Dr. Q. On mic B, we got Mama Lee. Howdy, howdy, everyone. On mic C is our girl D. Hey. And on Mike D, we got our girl Mercy. Hey there. And just like any other show, now that you've had your opportunity to get your hey, hey, hey's in, we are always here to bring y'all new things to talk about, interesting discussions, and, you know, just to have you guys find something that you could talk about from each show that we bring to you. And, whew. I cannot wait for y'all to hear what this crazy mess is about today. But before we get started, we always like to introduce our our sponsors and to get their ads out for y'all to get a listen to what they offer. So for now, we're gonna go ahead and let you hear the ad for dun, 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 the Milan Firm. And we'll be right back to you. So today's show is brought to you by the Milan Firm, a consulting agency that caters to its clientele and assists them in a variety of areas. Allow TMF to be your advisor and consultant for the things you or your company needs. Their contact number is 561-851-2757. And their email is admin at themilanfirm.com. You can also head over to their website www.themilanfirm.com and reach out by contact. They'll get back to you within 48 hours, but let them know KKQ sent you so that you can receive a 15% discount off of your services. Just use the code KKQ2302. Hey, 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 we want to welcome you back to KKQ. And if you're just now getting here, hello to you too. So let's talk about our last show. On our last show, we had to um, discuss some things that a lot of people don't want to discuss. And so one of the top things that we brought up in that conversation was the Illuminati. Okay, so there are so many things going on. So many people talking about who's a part of this group, who's not, how people are selling their souls to the devil and all that to become successful. Well, on this show, we're going to do a little twist to that and we're going to check into what the hell is wrong with people in society today. Okay, so there are so many things that people do and say that makes them look stupid as hell and again this show is called keeping it classy it appears that every show there's some reason why we can't do that for y'all but that's all right we keeping it truthful so that's the smart part all right so on today's show we are gonna bring y'all some interesting topics on some interesting things about some interesting people we want to hear your thoughts after this show but let us tell y'all about the stupid shit other people do. 
So we gonna go ahead on and hop on into Beyond the Camera Lens because that is where we talk about stuff that is beyond uh, common sense. There it is. Because a lot of these people don't have any. Go on, Dre. Hit us with it. What's your topic? My topic is a fashion show that you see folks wear on the runway versus the ones from the 80s and 90s. Mm -hmm. Now, this particular fashion show that I saw on this video didn't make no damn sense. No sense. Like, really, who's going to wear a Biptal Bismol dress with something hovering a hole in the middle of their face? <laughs> who's going to do some shit like that? Well, you can't even I really mean, see the face. Came to see it and then decided to put the flowers right over the whole of the face. I might as well be Gumby. <laughs> like who who is gonna wear that? Why would you wear that in just just outside your house, period? You you gotta be thinking you stupid as hell just to put it on. But then to go out in public with the shit? Like, I don't understand that. I mean, if you ugly, that's something different. We don't need to know that. But we damn sure don't need to pay any more attention to you if you think you ugly. Because that shit is definitely going to get you some shit you don't want to see. And definitely something well, you don't want to hear. I'm going to go with the other side of this. Number one, any attention is publicity. So a lot of these um, Hope Couture costumes is strictly done so that you will talk about them and it doesn't cost them a thing. That's true. You know, actors and singers that you see on the Grammy red carpet or, um, you know, at any award show. But I'm also going to say that I haven't seen this particular video that Dre is talking about, but I have seen others. And I enjoy the quirky, performative art side of costume fashion. Because obviously no one is going to dress as Gumby to go to Walmart to pick up groceries on a Thursday afternoon. I mean, let's, I don't let's know. be really honest. You did say Walmart. No one is going to buy Hold any on, of that off of the rack. Yeah. Yeah, I said, I'm just using an example, you know, or Target or Superfund no, or Brookshire or whatever. Like that. <laughs> but I do enjoy the art aspect of it. It, it's, it doesn't offend me. Um, I, I enjoy their out-of-the-box crazy ideas. So I, I kind of enjoy things like that. And I do like the videos that um, um, someone will splice and they'll show the actual runway show going on and they recreate it in their living room. Now, those are hilarious. I mean, you can't, you can't beat those. <laughs> yes, they are. And people so, are very creative. People are yeah. very creative. <laughs> it is funny but i have to i have to think about and so I, don't get me wrong i i get what you're saying as far as okay this is interesting this is you know this is a different take on life but do i'm curious if these designers create this just for a show or do they create this with the intent of people wearing this like literally you got to think about the big red boots that some of these famous people are wearing. First of all, y'all looking like Swiper or boots off of, off of Dora. Who the hell want to walk around in some red boots, big as shit like that? Like, 
that's not cute but that's just my personal opinion you know maybe it, it's not cute because i'm broke but i don't i can't say i don't know but I, personally i don't think i would put the shit on because it wouldn't match with my my outfit what you want to say mercy um i've been seeing uh it's like a just a plain white t-shirt oversized t-shirt uh-huh. Um, a, a gentleman wearing that walk in the one runway in yellow Crocs, I believe it was, holding a teddy bear or a damn pillow. Like, is that meant for a grown-ass man to be walking around in an oversized T-shirt and Crocs? Like, is that... I mean, I don't know. So, I'm just like, some of the fashion is just ridiculous. So was, I don't know was he like uh, about, supposed to be Boo off of Monsters, Inc.? No, he's just walking the runway in a white t-shirt. Like, that's what his thing was. Yeah. You know, that's what he was to wear, was a white t-shirt carrying, like, a pillow. I don't know if it was sleep attire or or what, but I guess men are wearing nightgowns now. You know, especially the ones that have pockets. So Linus. <laughs> makes me think of Linus. Charlie Brown. But... <laughs> listen again um everybody is different we and and you know the bottom line is um designers we have no clue no idea what they're thinking when they create their designs and that's you know i think that's dope as hell that your creative uh, mind comes from somewhere different and so I, you know, I think about that and then I think about how, how our girl Dre here be killing it in the design game as well. And I'm, the first thing I think to myself when she shows us a new piece is, damn, where that come from? Like, what, what you know, what went in your head? What'd you see to um, help you create something of this magnitude? And I mean, this shit is dope. But, like, to see people create, like, a, a, a outfit where... Well, it just don't look like it should be on a body. Like, I don't understand that. Like, if you creating, like, something just to be sexy, why are we wearing a piece of black tape? Like, what is that? I, I, I don't know what that is. What, what are you designing this for? What are you doing with that? And the question is, who's going to wear that? And I get, I get what I get what Mama Lee saying when she said that you know she watch it for the whole um, the different fashion thing and like just to see the the basically the creative arts same thing that we're a part of the creative arts so I could certainly see it from her perspective but I also think from a a broke person's perspective because I ain't rich like what will we wear will we put this on our body. Well, I think a lot of those one-off pieces are not meant to be worn out by the regular person buying clothes. They don't, they're not created for that reason. They yeah. also have a, a, what I consider a working line. There you, you go. know, you know, Chanel, the house of Chanel, they may create, you know, some just out of this world, ungodly, what they you know consider a wedding dress. And it's something that no one would ever wear. Right. But it's a signature piece for you to see you know from a performative aspect of mm -hmm. what they've created but then they also have the line that you can buy mm -hmm. that you would get married in that you would have photos taken of 
you know, it's just, I mean, there's a reason behind all of it. Because, you know, at the end of the day, they have us talking about it. That's Whoever, true. whatever designer, whatever designer put the guy in the white t-shirt and the yellow Crocs carrying a teddy bear that Marcy's talking about, uh-huh. guess what? We're talking about him. Uh-huh. But we're not talking about someone, we're not talking about some designer who, you know, created a pinstripe three-piece suit for some guy. Right. We're talking about the guy in the white shirt. Yeah. And so, you know, there are reasons for all approaches. Mm-hmm. And then... Let me take this conversation a little further. So I'm following you, what you're saying, Mama Lee, and, and solid, solid, solid point. Uh, but then let me let me add this, because as individuals of this society, we already knows we already know what that stands for. We already know what it looks like. We already know how we feel when we see it. But the the person walking in the shirt with the pants sagging all the way down to his kneecaps. What is it? Or all the way down to his um, calf legs. Like, what? The minute you see that on a, I'm going to say it, an African-American individual, we're trying to take the, oh, oh, he a thug, he a this, he a that. But yet we have a designer putting people in it to walk in their show with their pants hanging on the ground. Like, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I actually despise the look of that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah that that just didn't do it for me. Mm. And you know, when we're talking about these fashion shows, a lot of them are making political statements. You know, um, and we as everyday folks may not know what that political statement is. People at the show probably do. Or if we read an article about a show, we we know what their stances are on different things. Um, I just think that, I don't know, in today's society, people are so, so mean to each other. When we talk about what the hell is up with people, people are just so judgmental and hateful and, and feel like that they have the right to be ugly, but you better not ever defend yourself against them because, you know, they're right about everything. Uh-huh. So I, I try to just not be judgy. Yeah. I, you know, if a designer wants to put some man in a white t-shirt and yellow Crocs, man, knock yourself out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and but if I want to know why he's wearing that, I'll I'll look you up on Google. I'll I'll see what your whole point was. But really, at the end of the day, I don't really care. Mm. It's not something that affects my life any. So, right. um, they so, me watch. And I ain't paying and, to and watch. I do see some so. things. I see some things that I think, oh my god. Where in the world did that come from? What, what in the world were they thinking? But, again, as long as they're not asking what's going on at my house, I don't give a shit what's going on at theirs. All right. Good point. Okay. Yeah. So, we got the good conversation in about these fashion shows and, and what they bring into the forefront today. Eh, is it just for views? Is it for creative things? Or, as Mama Lee said, is it to get folks like us talking about it and it gives them a little more attention? I don't know. All right. So, Dre, you had another topic. What you got over here? Because it seems we seem to be going pretty well with what you're bringing to the forefront. What'll be next, girl? What you got for me? Music that don't make no damn sense. <laughs> yeah. What's that? <laughs> What's that? Bruh, I don't understand. What's that? Make it make sense for me. What? 
Okay, it was one song. It was one song that was two songs that that I have in mind. Okay, everybody knows the you know the Normani song Wild Side, right? No, that one part that she said, and I said, now nah, is that possible that you could do that when she said she's when Cardi went well. One of them said it. Let's just say it like this. When she said, I could suck a watermelon through a straw. And I said, that's fictional. That's, that's fictional. You can do that. Who can suck, suck a watermelon through a straw? Who's going to do that? Do you know how big a watermelon is? And how many seeds it carries inside? Oh, I'm not thinking about the damn how big the watermelon is and the seeds it carries. Bitch, how you going to get that down your fucking throat? That's what I want to know. The only way I'm going to do that is to put that, that watermelon in a blender with some triple sec and a little rum and, and a few cubes of ice and I'm going to blend that shit up. And then I'm going to suck that down with a straw. That's it. Yeah. Hold on. Let me write that down again. What you said? Watermelon, triple sack. What else? Ice cubes and a straw. Uh, yeah. And then, yo, really? Who sings that song? I've never heard this song before. <laughs> me either. But I'm gonna tell y'all. I don't. I don't. I don't often listen to the music of today because it's bullshit. Everything is hold is bitch that money hill. Um, kill you there. Uh, ain't nobody got time for that. Let me tell you my problem with today's music. And this happens with a lot of the pop stars. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is my pet peeve. If you have true talent as a songwriter, you sit down and you write a song and you may have a a songwriting partner. Uh Okay. But I have noticed, especially when the Grammys roll around, they'll have a certain song that's up. And that, that damn song will have 47 writers. What the fuck did y'all do? Everyone pick a word? <laughs> How does it take 47 people to write a two and a half minute song? That good. means you got no talent. Yeah. And if you think you're the only talented one out of that 47, go work by yourself. That part. Because that is just, I don't get that. So you can okay. get all the money and not just, you know, two minutes not even t- yeah not even it's it's a two minute song so really that's like, that's how- like my wrote half a word you you started like b and someone else added twain so yeah that was my that was my you know contribution to the song me and my partner we did the word between <laughs> get the fuck out of here sit down and write you a song a whole song huh a whole one Oh. Mercy, what's your thoughts on it? Let us know what you think. Honestly, I don't I don't even listen to most of the music today either. I find myself listening to like eighties rock, nineties R and B, hip hop. Um That's me. I do listen a lot to Christian music just because I find it's way more uplifting and makes me feel cleaner and motivated to like for real do better and be a better me versus all the slandering and wanting to fight people and <laughs> right you know yeah book in this yeah. club but some but so yeah when i did like my sister was listening to some some song this 
earlier and I didn't know who it was. I was like, sister, I was like, I'd rather not. <laughs> I was like, I can't understand shit she's saying anyway. And they all are like taking older songs and kind yep. of changing the words a little bit remaking and it. adding a couple beats here and there, but it's older songs. That exact have already been same on, song. So. Exact <laughs> same song. But you know what? Yeah. I'm not surprised by that. Because they're doing the same thing in the film industry. You are going to take a movie. You've rewritten this movie. Half of it is just about the same. But you remake it. And this is like the third, the fourth, the fifth time this movie has been remade. Why don't these motherfuckers in Hollywood take your ass from up on your high pedestal and go find some people who are actually writers. Who can bring you content that is brand new and never before done. Like I agree. I uh, agree. You know, they have so many writers and they get all this content that is submitted to them, but they're too lazy to to either do a movie or television series. Oh yeah. Let me tell you that's another pet peeve I have. I don't want to see twenty six versions of Magnum PI. Okay? Yeah. The first one was fine, and we can watch the reruns over on Prime. <laughs> you know, you don't have to redo it, CBS. You're good. Mm -hmm. Come up with an original idea. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of the streaming services are, are succeeding now, because they are doing original content. Yes. Whereas your, your typical stations, your traditional stations, they're just redoing things. And I, I, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Just because you made a buck on it the first time around, don't bank on that to make a buck the second time around. Correct. Correct. But they just I don't I don't understand the, the film industry doing that. There's there's a, a lot of good original content out there mm -hmm. and and they should be utilizing that. Yep. And that's one yep. reason that the indie films have taken off. You know, yep. I can remember I'm I'm much older than the rest of you, but back in the eighties a couple of people were doing indie films around. Mm -hmm. and um, they were laughed at, mocked. I worked on a couple of them. I would travel, you know, to go work on an indie film. Mm -hmm. But as I said, people would just laugh about these independent films. Well, then, thankfully, Robert Redford started Sundance. Yeah. And he gave independent films a platform. Well, look at now. I mean, there are half the things in the theater and and yep. on streaming services Marsh. right now. Yes, they, they are. They are indie films. Yep. Yes, they are. It's no longer a joke. I, I remember when indie films were a joke, and I was right up there in the middle of it. Yeah. And you would be embarrassed to say, well, yeah, I went this weekend and you know, did this. You'd mumble your way through it because you were just going to be laughed at. Right. But that's where all but the talent is. Films, yeah. Indie films are original. Mm -hmm. They're fresh ideas. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Mama Lee, for your input, as well as you, Mercy, and Dre. You know I'm always grateful for what you bring to the forefront. But hey, crew, we'll be right back to you. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Do you desire personal protection? Are you interested in a dynamic duo that offers male and female guidance? Looking to upgrade your security? Well, Exclusive Personal Protection Services, EPS, is where your search ends. Not only do they provide consulting needs, they train in the state-of-the-art facilities, 
to stay prepared for any security issue. They offer, but definitely not limited to, private security, chauffeur services, and crowd control. Whatever the occasion, they can serve courageously and with class and dignity. Contact them today at exclusive 82 at exclusiveprotection.org. That's E-X-C-L-U-S 82 at exclusiveprotection.org. Or call at 1-561-851-2757. Hey, hey, crew. We are back after that short commercial break. And so we are hopping right back into this topic. Very interesting, very different. Some funny stuff going on. Some like, oh my God, stuff going on. But guess what? We gonna keep y'all thinking about something. But Mercy about to take us back in with this. Ooh, this is gonna be a, um, I don't know if I wanna say interesting. It's probably gonna piss some people off, but that's what we needed to do. Because society today, Oh my God. Let me know, Merce. Well, we were talking about movies and whatnot, and I was thinking about uh, that movie she said about the Harvey Weinstein case. Mm -hmm. And so I was like thinking about is it still like that now, or um, has it gotten any better? Has it, you know, or changed? As far as if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, pretty much men in power and taking advantage of their stature, you know, their stature and uh, and preying on young, naive women who don't, you know, or not even naive, just incapable of at the time fending for themselves and the things that he put him through sexually, mentally or however, mm -hmm. you know, so that's something that popped into my head about a. Uh, well, pretty much, you know, falling into the film part. So. Well, that's another, you know, what the hell is wrong with these people situation. Yeah. And things might be better. And when I say better, I mean people are more aware. Mm. But throughout history and until the end of our time, there are always going to be a group of, and I'm going to say it, men who hold power positions and as long as they hold power positions they hold power over us women and other men absolutely when we talk about the me too movement it is not just women who came forward about um, allegations of abuse and assault and intimidation power hungry men will tear down any person they can brendan frazier is a perfect example mm. if you don't know anything about that you know, do some research. Brendan was at the you know, pinnacle of his career, and he he got caught up into these intimidation situations by men in power. Mm. It's completely changed his outlook on life. He's still an amazing actor, and thankfully he is yeah. back at the forefront again. But I think that as long that there will always be that power struggle, and there will always be people who are being stepped upon. Yeah. And so, you know, what the hell's wrong with them? Just people just don't understand today. They or they understand. They just don't want to 
to be a part of this. You can accomplish so much more when you work together and pull the rope in the same direction instead of a tug of war. Yeah. Agreed. And so, you know, I sometimes sometimes it's not even a tug of war. It's a letting somebody else do all the work and snatching it right out from underneath them. That part. Now I'm on yeah. top. Yep. You're that right. That is huge. That is a big thing. Um, and, and so because we're on the topic of movies, you got to think about, okay, so we touched on a couple of things that all tie in together to what we're talking about in this moment. You have people who are part of the higher class and they're like, oh, wait, I found this indie person who has this awesome script. You know, I would love to take that script from them because I want it to look good with my name on it. However, that indie individual is so excited about getting the money for their project that they release all creative rights. What? No. And that's another way how people in power stay in power. That's how they stay at the top because they're taking advantage of other people who do not know any better. And so um, I think the Me Too thing was huge, it was huge. Um, and I'm so glad that so many people did come to the forefront. I hate that it had to take something of that magnitude to do it, but it was time. It was time for somebody to to kind of blow the whistle on that crap. And so they did. And it's unbelievable to me how many famous people were victims. It's crazy. And so it just makes me, um, it makes me that much sicker when I think about the people who are up here with the power. And you know, when you say that, it's not just the film industry. It can be the um, the convenience store on the corner. Mm, mm-hmm. This happens in all levels of socioeconomic standing. Happens in all towns. Happens in all age groups. You know, you'll it happens. It happens to the young girl working at the grocery store. The manager gets frisky. You know, or you know, just any number of scenarios you could come up with. So when we talk about this power differential, it's everywhere. It's in the schools. It's at university level. It's mm. it is everywhere. It's in the church. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. go there. Somebody it's in the church. So I just think that awareness is key. As yeah. long as people are aware and that there is just that we govern each other. Oh yeah. We keep an eye out for one another. You see something that makes you uncomfortable, say something about it mm-hmm. or ask about it. Be strong enough to do that because oh, yeah. a lot of times the answer is, well, I was afraid I would lose my job if I said something about it. Uh-huh. Honey, there's another job out there. Mm-hmm. Fuck them all. That part. You know. And I'm going to so, follow up with something you said, but Mercy had a point. So um, go ahead, Mercy. You wanted to say something? Oh Lord, she'd have forgot. Oh, what she no, was. it was it was uh pretty much about like the the people in power. They if you don't give them what they want, I mean, it, it's like almost you're like blacklisted and uh, like oh they don't play the game. So 
it's going to obviously the next person is in the same game and the next person that makes it harder for you to get a job or a gig of, you know, uh-huh. in, a, in any film or anything like that. Yep. I know I did notice that like Rose McGowan and um, Gwyneth Paltrow and stuff like that. Like I was like, what, you know, what happened to them? And they started like being in, in more indie films mm-hmm. because they were getting away from all the the, the big, you know, the bigger film industries. Yeah. So the BS. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so I have to touch on the thing that uh, Mama Lee said about if you see something, say something. Like don't be afraid of that. But I have to also touch on this. So we we didn't quite bring it to the forefront yet, but I'm about to do that. And then I'm going to ask y'all what's your opinion on it, okay? So we often need evidence for the things that happen in society, okay? Okay. So we all in agreement with that, right? Say your yes or no. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I'm going to say because I have to add this. I am much appreciative of the individuals who have the camera and is recording the evidence. Don't get me wrong. However, your ass shouldn't be so stupid to the point where you're going to record instead of trying to lend a helping hand to the individual who's getting their ass whipped you must have to record that yeah people are so fucking stupid yes what the hell is wrong with people in today's society oh let me just sit here and record it he's stabbing her to death yes i'm but let me get it on camera seriously motherfucker you you can't go get out the car or nothing like you while you can't having, say while having a conversation with your buddy <laughs> so there's more than one person mm. you know so mm-hmm. at least somebody can help still record whatever right right yeah, and it's a lot of it's sometimes it's fear they don't want to get involved i don't have that much sense i'd be up there involved <laughs> you know <laughs> me too but i understand that some people do not want to be involved but I just don't think, for me, I can't stand by in a situation seeing someone in need and not lending a hand. Uh-huh. Whether that's them having their ass beat, them being stabbed, them being talked down to, them oh. being treated badly. Uh-huh. I can't stand by. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that I think anyone would, t- in turn, ever help me. Mm-hmm. I don't expect anyone to help me. But that doesn't mean that I won't help them. Right. Mm-hmm. But there there should at least be, um, and, and not the expectation that somebody's going to do it, but the, but the wishful thinking that somebody would step in. Right. And, and so it's, it's almost sad and scary that we live in that kind of society. And listen, I, I totally agree with you that there are going to be a number of people that just say you know what hey it's, it's not my it's not my business I, i'm not going to get involved i don't want this this person to come after me i get that but while you're recording the video you could also be on the phone with 911 saying hey there's this person out here that's 
getting stabbed. Hey, there's this person out here that just got in a car accident. I recorded it, but you know, somebody might want to come help them. Well, they're going to take the time, though, to post that to Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Correct. When they turn around and call 911. Correct. Correct. It's the fact that you're going to post the shit before you even reach out to get the person help. Like, I don't understand. And not everyone that. is like that, but the ones we see, yeah. the videos we see, those are the people who did that. Yeah. So that's the only thing we have to base this on. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and we know it's not everybody, but we've seen, we've seen the idiots that did it. And it's just like, <laughs> really? You, you literally it, sat there and recorded two whole minutes of this shit and they opened your mouth not one time. If you're taking offense to this, then you might be in at fault. <laughs> if not, you know, it you might be part of the problem. <laughs> certainly, certainly, okay. And and I mean, we don't want to offend you, but hey, the truth is what it is. We here to bring you the truth. I'm just saying, though, um, it will be more helpful to lend a hand to them versus oh let me let me watch it all the way through like dang like y'all did shit did he just slit her throat hey i got it on camera my, I, ain't, I ain't call the police but i got it. what so this is the kind of society that we live in though and like we if those of us who do have children we're raising our kids in this kind of society like my daughter is getting ready to get on a um, flight to go um, spend time with her boyfriend and stuff. But here's the thing. I'm so afraid of what happens in society today that I told her, I'm going to hand deliver you to the airport. I'm going to walk you inside the airport. I'm going to make sure you get your stuff turned in. And then I'm going to watch you while you go to security check through. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't have to be at a point where I can't let you go by yourself. Because I'm afraid of what's going to happen. Like, kids can't even go to school. You can't go to college without somebody going to try and shoot it up. There's, it's not everybody. But it's the one individual who says, you know what? I'm kind of done with this. So I'm just going to take out as many people as I can instead of just taking out myself. And don't get me wrong. I would never tell nobody to go to go kill themselves. I would never say that. What I would say is the better thing would be for you to seek help. Reach out for help. You know, and so it's so sad that this is the kind of society that we live in. Every time you turn around, there's another murder. There's another shooting. There's another murder-suicide. Like, I just don't understand this. And even the people who are meant to protect us, police officers, they are also just as guilty. They're just as guilty as the regular person out there walking. Yeah. I'm going to add, I'm going to piggyback off of that. Today, of course, this will not be heard for a couple of weeks, but as of today's recording, a white supremacy group has labeled this as National Hate Day and against the Jewish people oh, Lord. here in the United States. New York City was like one of the first to issue uh, warnings yesterday to stay vigilant. If you saw something, say something, that kind of thing. Mm. Again, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. 
why are we having a national day of hate? You keep that. What is so black in your heart and your soul mm -hmm. that you feel hatred against people who do not look like you, do not share your faith, who live in a different area than you, or from a different walk of life? What makes you think that you have the right yeah. to say that shit out loud? Yeah. So I... I, I just I don't I don't understand, you know, and I can see where some of this it's always been around, but where it started gaining momentum, uh, you know, back around 2015, 2016, mm -hmm. people were given free license to actually show that they were racist, anti-Semitic, hateful assholes what? and that it was OK. Wow. Well, you know, well, we had a president who said, it's okay. You know, my grandfather was a member of the KKK. You know, he's fine. You know, mm -hmm. I can shoot anyone I want to out on Fifth Avenue and I can get away with it. Mm -hmm. And all those black boys that y'all found innocent for rape in Central Park, well, they were guilty because they're black. We had a president who said all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. We had a president who said, grab him by the pussy when he was talking about a woman. By women. You know, and got away with it. So he empowered... Uh-huh half of this country because we are we are split half in this country uh -huh. half are part of the cult and half are part of the liberal agenda mm -hmm. the cult has become empowered they know that they can say and do whatever they want uh -huh. and then on our side we still try to be nice and say well you may be a Karen, but, you know, I'm going to let you slide today. Well, we've got to stop doing that. Yeah, agree. Because they're just going to continue to gain momentum, and they're going to have more in today's hate. I thought someone said this morning, said today's their national day of hate. What the fuck do they do the other 364 days of the year? You know, today's like any other day for them. Correct. So I just, you know, I, I have a problem with people who walk around with so much hatred and baggage in their souls. I don't have time for that toxic crap. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Me too. It's crazy. Yeah, Dre, you've been quiet. Go on. Say something. Let us know Oh, yes. I haven't ran across no Karen, but I did run across someone who, um, who basically was threatened by, I guess, the size of me because I was way taller than them. And and their size was right there where my stomach was at when I was pregnant. <laughs> now, the simplest thing is, if you need help and you don't know how to speak English, just say you need help with something. <laughs> so the thing was, basically, if you need to make a return on something, let me go get the manager to help you with it. Oh, this is your job. This is your job. I was like, okay. Let me say that again. Let me go get the manager as you're to help you. As you're looking down at them, right? Yeah. So then, so then the woman basically say, well, I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call the police. And I say, okay, now, see, now you're going to really start something with me. So she on the phone with the police. I'm telling the manager, I say, you might as well get your ass out here because I'm finna call my I'm finna call my husband and I'm finna sue this bitch and I'm finna knock this bitch out while I'm pregnant. <laughs> you always want to knock somebody out. I know, right? 
Trey. Trey, I have never heard this story before. <laughs> I, know. Trey, Trey is I need to know how it ended. Keep going. Yes. Yeah, so basically, so basically, my husband showed up. My manager was getting that woman settled. The woman still looking at me, but my manager told me go to the back. Like, calm down, calm down. Like, you're pregnant. Go to the back. And I said, no, I want this bitch name. I want her number. Guess what? I'm getting that license plate that's back there with that olive jeep. I'm uh, going to sue this house. <laughs> and I said, I think this when the woman realized that I was black. I guess, I don't know, <laughs> what made her think that I was another race? <laughs> Barely because of the do-rag. But when she heard me start talking... I said, what's your, what's your five four hippopotamus looking ass, bitch? Oh, <laughs> but the manager told me to go to the back. Mm. And she told my husband, she was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't protect her. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But we're straightening it out right now. She's going to be banned from all stores. Well, Dre, I'm going to say this without trying to offend, but I don't know how anyone could look at you and not know you were African-American. Right. Okay. That part. That part. That part. I know, right? A tall one at that, too. <laughs> you are at Amazon. You got that hot girl going. <laughs> I know she making fun of the being 5'4". I mean, I'm only 5'6". Yeah, I don't appreciate that. I'm 5'4", too. I don't appreciate that. Right. Anytime oh, I'm we get pictures made with Dre, you and I have to put on four-inch heels so all of our heads Yeah, mask. yeah. <laughs> girl is so damn tall. But... You know, it's it's crazy. Like that's again, this is the kind of world that we live in. Right. People are completely like sometimes they are completely clueless. And like I don't think people use common sense all the time. I I, I can't I can't pay a motherfucker to be smart. I, I can't pay you to think common people. sense was kind of I think it was genetically removed in the late nineties. <laughs> you might be right. Mid to late 90s because be there right. is a major lack of common sense in the world today. Completely agree. <laughs> Completely agree. Like, I, I just... I'm not saying that I haven't lost all my common sense before. <laughs> I, I mean, you can't you can't live and not every once in a while get caught in a situation where you just become a different person. <laughs> but for the most part, for the other 98% of the time. He was pretty good. Try to act right. Just try. <laughs> just a little bit, you know. We're not asking for everything. Just a little bit. I mean, yeah, but that that is today's society. So this is the kind of people that we live with. This is the kind of people that we work with. This is the kind of people that we like share the road with. You know what I'm saying? I.E. <laughs> let me touch this before I go on a quick break. The video of the lady in her Tesla, sleep, sleep while the damn vehicle was driving while she was on the fucking mm. interstate. Are you oh kidding my. me? Like, listen, listen, I understand your car can do certain things, but you do not have to be stupid. You want to take a goddamn nap? Listen, don't drive your car. Because what if your Tesla fuck up? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, you might kill somebody, but then what you're gonna then say? You arrest area, pull over at the on some parking lot. I I I don't like self driving cars. I'm afraid of them. Oh you know, I don't like That's technology. The thing. Way. 
That's the thing, though. I mean, technology is getting to that, to where people are going to be doing that way more often. And that's a problem. So, that's a problem. It is. It is. But they're also uh, buying that vehicle with the intent that it's going to do its job. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the, one of the features that best do its job. Mm-hmm. That person loses its life because it didn't do its job. Then I'm assuming that family member, you know, the rest of the family has a lawsuit or something. But a nice one. So. But, but if you're going to take the chance to do it. Why would you do it on the interstate? I just, I would We have people not acting responsibly. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what it all boils down to. That's They're it. not acting responsibly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, guys, this is the kind of society we live in. What the hell is wrong with people? We'll be back. We're going to go on a quick break and we'll be back to end our session today. Are you an artist? Do you have a talent for introducing people to the creative arts? Well, come on over to Artizide. It's the newest video platform for anyone wanting to share their talent. We welcome all areas. That includes artists, writers, singers, dancers, poets, actors, and even models. If you have a talent you want to share with the world, allow Artisai to add you to their platform and showcase you in a way that you deserve. Visit Artisai at www.artistzeye.us for more information on how to become a member and a collaborator. They're looking forward to your contact. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, crew. Here we are at the end of our show for today. So we hope you guys had um, a hell of a time with us because we talked about some interesting things. We talked about some topics that certainly society has contributed to. And so there are so many issues that we have to fix and that i just don't see it happening i don't i don't see it happening just with the type of society we live in today and the people that we have in power um don't get me wrong now i support biden you know but listen there are other people in power as well so he's not the only one that has control over everything i could say that and I live in the state of Florida. So if you don't know what's going on in the state of Florida, y'all might want to do some research. But on that note, let me go ahead on and run around the panel real quick and let y'all hear their final thoughts for today's show. We're going to start over here with Dre, since she kind of held it down for the group today. Let us know what it's going to be, Dre, on Mike C. I would say this, stay awake and know that you have the power to eliminate ignorance. Oh, I like that. I like that. All right. Eliminating ignorance. Yeah, we're capable of it. But that's the society we live in. They got a whole bunch of ignorant folks out there. I saw one on Twitter the other day. Stay away from black people. 
rich. What? You live in a society where there's nothing but black people. Hell, we the goddamn majority now. Y'all the minorities. Hello, you might want to do some more research, buddy. Thank you for sharing your thoughts, Drake. All right, Mama Leo might be. What is going to be? Um, four words. Acceptance, love, respect, and kindness. Mm. I think that if each of us nurture those four words internally, that not only will it bring you some measure of peace, but it might spread out to those around you. Mm. And just like water flowing on the ground, maybe your your circle will continue to grow and more people will feel that love and kindness and respect and acceptance that everyone deserves. Mm-hmm. I like that. Because that is a big thing that people are looking for is acceptance. We don't need it. However, we, pre we prefer it. And so I think that's an awesome awesome term right there that's one for sure that we have to get used to doing accepting other people because we all have a flaw not one person not just the people around you guarantee you got a flaw too because god didn't make perfect people so no matter what you do or what you think you're not perfect all right, thank you for sharing that, Mama Lee. And what you got for me, Mercy, on Mike D? Um, I read a quote. I will say unknown because I do not recall the name. But he said, be so busy improving yourself that you don't have time to be criticizing others. Oh, girl. Shake it, shake so, yeah, I liked that. And I was like, I'm I'm always about improving and uh just trying to be a better better me than yesterday. Mhm. Mm especially especially since you are not promised tomorrow. You are not promised the rest of the day if you're blessed to ha wake up that morning or this morning. So, so be nice to other people in the time that you do have cuz you don't know you don't know what you're going to get later on. That is absolutely correct. And this show is even more um, special to us because of the fact that you're here. Like, Mercy just lost somebody very close to her and here she is on the mic trying to tell you guys what it is. That is what you call dedication. And everybody don't have that. So we are very grateful for her spitting a little something on the mic today. Because there are pains that she's feeling that we could never fill that void. But we can assure her that we got her back. Every we, day of the week. Yep. And we hope you guys got somebody like that around you. But yeah, that definitely. is all we have for you today. And we will say farewell. KKQ out.
intriguing. House of Cudresme is an exclusive designer fashion brand with a passion to provide affordable, high quality garments to populations of all ethnicities, generations, and body shapes. Do you desire to wear something unique, something bold, even something lavish? Then seek out Cudresme. This company is elegant and affordable with a desire to be at the forefront of body positive empowerment. Their designs are one of a kind and you won't find them anywhere else. House of Cudresme, here they come. <laughs>